EasyQuest gives you more ports for your Mac, no matter which Mac you have. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Take full control of your subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, one meeting we didn't get to in Las Vegas at uh, at CES um, was with EasyQuest. It just, you know, sometimes you just run out of time and things are spread out too much and you can't do it. But I'm happy I have Les Lazar here now uh, from EasyQuest to make up for my lack of ability to get to the meeting, Les. It's great to see you. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here. Yeah. So, Tell us about EasyQuest and what they what you were showing at CES, which is still pretty new. Yeah, um, you know, basically we are we've been in business since 1994. Used to be in the hard drive business, but now you know over the last 10 years we uh, transferred over into the computer accessory business. And our main products are uh, hubs, uh, adapters, cables, power. You know, all for use in you know the mobile community, you know, mobile computing community. So you know, used with uh, PCs, MacBooks, uh, USB-C uh, smartphones, tablets, and even desktops that have USB-C ports. Yeah, so that's that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it seems like that that this has just been a market that has blown up, and especially I think since the pandemic, as more folks are either working from home on you know their own equipment, or that they're working from the road somewhere, and they nobody's satisfied anymore with you know hunting and pecking on a little a, a real small laptop or not having the connectivity they enjoy at home. Yeah, you know, actually, it's kind of interesting. Like uh, we got into the USB C. Uh, you know, cable adapter and then hub world early on. Uh, that's when we were transitioning, which was, which was back in like 2015. And uh, at that time, that's when Apple just came out with the USB-C ports or slash Thunderbolt ports. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it seems like that market over the pandemic, I mean, it was always steadily growing because of the MacBooks sales. And uh, but over the pandemic, with more people working from home, it it just exploded, and the PC market even is adopting, you know, the USB C port. Of course, phones and tablets. And Apple hasn't gone there yet. They're just starting to actually with some of the you know tablets. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been a real good you know run, and it, it, and actually, it's really made the hub business uh, grow like crazy. So it's because, you know, when you buy a when you buy a MacBook, at least until now, they didn't have a you know HDMI port. They didn't have SD cards on them anymore. They just went to the USB-C ports. Now they're starting to go back a little bit. Uh, but still, these hubs are great because they give a lot more connectivity. And, you know, you can plug a lot of things into it and just leave it, leave the, your, your keyboards and your you know, uh, mice and, you know, everything, hard drives, you can just leave them hooked up and you don't have to hook them all up to the computer every time you sit down. So it's been, you know, it's been really good, actually. <laughs> Apple created a whole nother market. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there are a couple of things I wanted to touch on with you, and, and but you bring up a really great point, though, that, 
you know, that's that's a function I think a lot of folks overlook that if you have all these devices connected, especially to a laptop, and then you need to run out to a meeting, you don't need to start pulling and yanking ports out. You just pull one plug out and, you know, yeah. there goes your monitor. There goes all your connectivity. You can take it and use it as a laptop, bring it back in, and you're, you're again, working on it as almost a mini desktop. Right, right. That's great. You know, and plus uh, these hubs allow you to hook up a secondary monitor. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, and mo- most people, not a lot of, maybe not most, but a lot of people use ex- you know, an external large monitor, you know. So, yeah, that's really the one of the keys. Yeah. And you still have to, I mean, even with Apple bringing back the HDMI port, um, you still have to have either a relatively recent Mac for that or you have to have one of the big, the higher end Macs because you go to a MacBook Air or whatever, and they right. they they don't have that. So your kind of connectivity helps solve that problem for folks. Yeah, and not only that, a lot of the people that buy the higher end Macs, they're doing a lot of video production or photography, and most of those guys have more than one my external monitor. <laughs> so they're running at least two external monitors most of the time. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, also, you know, like Apple, their biggest products are their lower cost products in terms of, uh, you know, unit sales. They sell a boatload of MacBook Airs and those kind of products, you know, and the lower end MacBook Pros, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I noticed that one of your your uh, your chargers, um, you've gotten into the GAN world um, as far as, you know, yeah. and, And. this seems again. This seems to be something that probably a year or year and a half ago we were all just learning about it, and all of a sudden now it's everywhere. Yeah, because you know, like every technology, it progresses, and you know, GAN technology allowed for more power in a smaller form factor, and nobody likes really big bricks, so to speak. So if you get a, now, you can get a a little brick that's uh, you know this size. And it's 20 watts or 30 watts, where before in the beginning, those were all five watts. So that, that's the beauty of it. And then you can get even like 65 watt power adapters or 90 watt power adapters, multi-port, and you can, uh, it's a lot smaller. It's, it's like maybe half the size of what the Apple adapter was for the same power. So that's the beauty of it. Yeah, well, I'm just checking my notes here. You have you have one adapter that's 120 watts. Yeah. And yet it it looks to be at least in the in the pictures, it looks to be about the size of what we used to think of as a standard MacBook Pro adapter, maybe even smaller than that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, that's the beauty of the GAN. You know, technology shrinks everything down into smaller footprint. Yeah. What um what what kind of I mean, how many different docks do you have and, and what kind of, not versatility, because they're all versatile, but I guess, you know, are, are each is each model targeted at a specific market or is it just a few ports on some and more ports on the others? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. You know, actually, we got a lot. We, we probably have, I, I, I didn't count them before the interview, but we probably have about 12 different, you know, docks. And we have all different kinds based on what customers need, you know, some customers, and then we try to hit price points as well. Right. So like some docs will have ethernet, some won't, 
you know, the, the earlier docks don't have as much USB-C. You know, usually they would have one USB-C for power delivery, like power through the, you know, hub and into the computer. And then they'd have a bunch of USB-A ports for thumb drives and keyboards and hard drives. You know, they might have SD cards, uh, you know. Most of them have HDMI. Actually, they all have HDMI because everybody wants to run at some point. Not everybody, but most people want to run an external monitor. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's why we have so many price point and features. Yeah. What we're doing now, I mean, we have some hubs that are strictly for MacBooks where you plug them in and they stick to the side. We have some that have a dual dongle. Uh, you know, let uh, that use two, you know, like uh, USB C ports. Uh, but what we're doing now is going to like single dongles more uh, so that they're more versatile with PCs and MacBooks and tablets and phones. And also, we're making these dongles a lot longer. So if you use them on a desktop or an iMac, they can still sit flat on the table. <clears throat> so that's kind of, we're kind of transitioning the product line to be more for the future with more USB-C ports, longer dongles, uh, LED lights on them so that you know that when you plug them in, you can see that it's actually getting power, uh, you know, uh, better, better like power specs. Maybe one thing, well, mo one thing most people don't actually realize is, <clears throat> you know, all these hubs, when you plug them in, they uh, require some power. So say you have a 90 watt power adapter, you plug it in to the USB power delivery port, which will charge your MacBook. And actually some people don't even know that they can charge their MacBook through the Thunderbolt port. Or it's, and it's even a PC, by the way, uh, on, on most ports. You gotta understand what the port is because all USB-C ports aren't the same. And they all look the same, but they're not the same, right? Some do video, some don't. Some are Thunderbolt, some aren't. Some are Gen 1, some are Gen 2. So you get all this kind of stuff. But anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, this hub, like I was saying, it actually uses about 10 watts. So if you have a 90-watt power adapter and you plug it into the hub, it's going to put approximately 80 watts into your computer. You know That allows your hub to function at its best. If you just, you could still plug these into a computer and it'll get power from the computer, but it may not get 10 watts. And if it doesn't get 10 watts, and that's controlled by the computer, not by the hub. And if it doesn't, then you might not get totally the best functionality. You understand? Oh, I, maybe I made, yeah, I, maybe I made that too complicated, but. I, <laughs> no, no, well, I, I, I've had the experience where for a hub that wasn't, wasn't, manufactured properly you've got all these ports but if you plug everything into them it they all don't function at the same time or they may function at a lower level or they just may flat out not function at all and i'm specifically thinking of hard drives or um yes uh, or memory cards you know that yeah well i've got this plugged in and it's plugged into my computer and i it it says that i have access to all this stuff and the reality is no you don't so you know then yeah they it, just, you start trying to figure out what, what it is that you bought and why. Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in, you know, when we test these, we, uh, when we go through our testing process, we load the hub up. So it should be able to do, you know, operate on all 
using every port. However, each hub has a limitation in terms of the wattage it can put out. And that's where sometimes you get into trouble with multiple hard drives, for instance. Like a hub, even though each port, like on some of our hubs, we have uh, like a BC 1.2, which is puts out 7.5 watts on like one of these ports, like on, on one of the USB ports. Uh, but the hub itself will only do 10 watts. So if you're, if you say we have a couple of new hubs that have multiple BC 1.2 ports, but if you use both of them and both devices need 7.5 watts, because that's the max it'll put out, you can't put out 7.5 watts on both ports. You follow me? Yeah. yeah. So you have to understand people, and, and this, this is all hubs. It's not just our hub. I mean, you, people don't understand this. They think if every port says 2.5 watts, which is the standard for a USB-C port, or 4.5 watts, which is the standard for a USB-A port, that you're always going to get that no matter how you load it up. But it's not true. You know, maximum is 10 watts. And the hub will kind of distribute that power depending on the devices you have hooked up. So if you hook up three hard drives, should be no problem. But that fourth hard drive might be a problem unless you're plugging in the, uh, the power adapter to the hub, not using the MagSafe. Follow right. me? Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Maybe that's too much information. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I, you know, I mean, these are the kind of things that people, it, it, it feels like some of the stuff should be a bit simpler. And unfortunately, the reality is it's it's not. Everybody's trying to make it simpler, but there are. It's funny the laws of physics just uh, sometimes get in the way. Yeah, um, I, yeah. You, your comment about transitioning the the product line is interesting me interesting to me because I've years ago I purchased one of those that you know had the had the two prongs that go in and you go inside of the MacBook, and I quickly discovered two things that were challenges to that first. If you didn't have a laptop that had both of those uh, ports on the side, but you couldn't use it at all. Second, I'm I'm one that likes to have a shell of some kind around my my laptops, just right. just as cosmetic protection, and right. then they're no good. So the ones that you were talking about with the little pigtail on it is that's the, that in my opinion is the way to go because that way it's completely it can, can be used with anything, and you're only requiring one port. And 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 your other comment too that you're making those those pigtails a little longer, um, also you know is is now important because people are using them more with desktop machines or with laptops that they're using on their desks and they don't necessarily want all those cables and everything right beside their computer. Right, right, and actually the, the you know like ours are now eleven inches uh, long, and that's nice because if you're using it on your say MacBook or a PC. It doesn't have to be really close to your PC. It can be farther away. So you don't have all that jumble of cables right up next to your PC. So you, you then gain a little more desk space for other things, like your coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yeah, we all have priorities, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, how about, and, and listen, I know you said you have like 12 docs, so we, we can't go through all of them, but what kind of price points do you all try to hit um, on the high end and the low end? Uh, generally, our docs are, uh, you know, uh, like around 
to ninety nine ninety nine, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Okay. So depending on the depending on the features, you know. Yeah. So I mean, affordable for the expansion you're getting, without question. Yeah, yeah. They they add a lot of value, you know, because of the things we talked about in terms of not having to disconnect lots of cables. People don't really want to like plug in three or four cables to their PC, you know. They just want to like one is simple. It's just simpler, you know. Just hook well, it all up to a dock and then disconnect the one cable, or leave it attached. You know, when you turn it off, you know. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Try it free for 30 days is enough time to try and completely forget about a subscription or service. Before you know it, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that in just a few quick taps. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to just watch one show or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify those subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. That's found money, money back in your pocket, or bills off your credit card. No matter what you call it, it's a good thing. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. That's rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Rocket Money for supporting this edition of Mac Voices. Well, and now with the new M2s out there, you know, I think they're going to be very attractive to folks who who are going to find out that maybe they don't have quite enough ports and here's a solution, you know, plug in one of these docks and you have more ports and just be mindful of what you're plugging in and the power aspects of it that we've discussed. Yeah. 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 That's true. What, what, what are you, uh, what machines are you running? I'm using a Mac. I'm using a real old MacBook, <laughs> One of the original MacBooks with one USB C port. So I have to have a I have to have a hub. <laughs> wow, that, that, that's great. I mean, yeah, there there we go. Mac longevity. Yeah, yeah. Well, still going. We we did have to replace the battery though. <laughs> yeah, battery went this year. <laughs> well, just yeah. keep, keep keep it going for a while. Yeah. So you know, we we do have like these three new hubs that just came out, and they're all single dongle. And they're all 11 inch dongles. And they're, these are, these have all the things we, we've added some really nice features to these new hubs that I think at this point in time, nobody else has. We have hubs with multiple BC 1.2 ports, which means that the standard, like on a USB C, <clears throat> the standard wattage coming out of those is 2.5 watts. But our newer hubs, we have more, more of the ports or all of the ports will be the BC 1.2 wattage, which is 7.5. And the beauty of that is it allows you to charge your iPhone. You know, your iPhone needs 7.5 watts to charge. So you can charge an iPhone off of one of these now too. And run more devices and not be worried about the output of the power. I mean, 
I do would I do I would say though, by the way, that uh, some people think that hubs are for charging. Like, there's some people want to charge a, an iPad or they want to charge a phone, but that's not recommended. Hubs aren't designed to charge. Power adapters are designed to charge. Like power adapters, you can buy a multi-port 90 watt power adapter, which will distribute the power to different devices based on what those devices need, right? Uh, like a MacBook Air needs 30 watts and a, a iPad might need 20 watts or 30 watts and a phone 7.5 watts or uh, 11 watts for a Samsung phone. A power adapter is designed to do that. You can't do that with a hub. You can't like plug in multiple devices and expect to charge at full speed because these ports will only put out max 7.5 watts or 2.5 watts or 4.5 watts, depending on the type of USB port, you know. But uh, yeah, so I think these hubs that we're, we've just released, we got three new hubs that they offer more USB-C ports, which a lot of hubs don't have more USB-C ports. They still have mostly USB-A ports and they offer greater power output per port, yeah. And you combine that with the longer dongle, and then you can choose by feature, you know, whether you want a Ethernet or whether you want, uh, you know, uh, SD card or whether you want all of that. You know, we have all of it on one hub. So uh, that's kind of our, like, newer newer line is just just being released. Yeah. It's a big step. It's a big step, and you know, I mean, this has been a great, dis great discussion because I think a lot of people just they see these things; they're sixty, seventy, eighty dollars, and they think, you know, they're going to function just like all the ports on their Mac, and you know, they forget that everything you just talked about, you know, that there are power limitations, there are speed limitations, there, you know, there are just limitations as to what can go through that one little connection. And yes. the, the, the comments about the power adapter are perfect because we're, we're always looking, you know, yeah, well, I can charge this, but it'll take me 12 hours. Or I can plug it into this adapter over here and it'll take me, you know, 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, and everybody to, wants to charge fast. I can tell sure. you, I, I want to charge fast. <laughs> what bugs me is I'll plug in my, uh, my phone at night, right? And then Apple with the new, I don't know, with the software update, it says, your phone will be charged fully six hours from now. And I'm like, no, I don't want to, I want to charge now. <laughs> I don't want to charge six hours from now, but anyway, I'm sleeping anyway, but I guess that's why they do it. Well, and, and to conserve and, battery and to save the battery life, maybe, you know? Yeah. Because I think uh, for those fast charging options, there's a lot yeah. more heat generated and that's right hard on everything. So, right. Uh, right. But I, yeah, I know I have friends that, you know, use chi chargers overnight. And, you know, that's their theory as well. It's it's slower to charge, but I'm asleep. So what difference yeah. does it make? Yeah, right, right. But, you know, we're all in that mode of, I want it now. I want it fast. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, you, to your point, you know, you have to keep in mind that uh, these ports on a MacBook, for instance, they're Thunderbolt ports, right? Thunderbolt is uh, 40, watt, 40 uh, uh, gigabits per second, right? A USB-C port Gen 2 is 10 gigabits per second. So the hubs, you know, are inherently 
not the same thing. That's why I said like these ports are uh, each USB-C looking port. You really have to understand as a user what the spec is of your port on your PC. Because that port could be Gen 1, like I said, and that'd be five gigabits. And uh, maybe it only put out 2.5 watts. I don't know. You have to know that spec too. Uh, <clears throat> some ports do video, some don't. So some people want to hook up a, a USB-C hub and do video through the hub, but their port doesn't do video. <laughs> but MacBook doesn't have that problem because if you have a, US, if you have a Thunderbolt port, it's going to do video. You know. But then we get into a discussion of the cables. Yeah, well, that's true. That's you know. a whole other issue. You've got 100-watt cables, 60-watt cables. Do you have a cable that's vi video capable? That's another. This is what's so confusing to the end user. You know, That's why we get a lot of tech calls. Hey, this isn't working. <laughs> oh, well, how are you hooking it up? What do you got? What are you trying to do? You know, that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, that's, that's, that's got to be a challenge trying to address those things and make people understand that, well, you know, the cable looks the same and the port looks the same, but really yeah. not the same. Right. So. That's exactly true. Yeah. Yeah. I always, you know, I always tell people too, like if you're trying to, same with a power adapter. If you're using a 60 watt cable and you got a 100 watt power adapter, you're only going to get 60 watts coming through that cable. So you got to make sure you got the right, the right combination of accessories to do whatever it is you as a customer or user wants to accomplish something like that. <laughs> yeah. It looks like from what I've read, the new USB spec is supposed to be a little bit more aggressive in requiring folks to label things, but you know, it, it's too bad that they had to be told that, you know, that there's, there hasn't been a way to really figure out, and unless you keep track and, and mark all your cables as to what wh where they came from and what they were advertised to do. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah, it's a mess. USB has been a mess from the beginning. <laughs> you know, you got the USB-A with the black, with blue, with the, oh, I forgot, orange or something. There's a, every port's different spec, you know. They're all downward compatible, but uh, only to the slowest thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but it's... Uh, it's what we live with in this imperfect world that we live in, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's fun. That's why we're so, here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. To try to try to educate people and let them know what's out there. Yeah. Exactly. So, if folks want to take advantage of of some of your hubs and docks and chargers and everything. Um, your website is. Oh yeah, our website is a www E is in Echo, Z is in Zulu, Q is in Quebec.com. Yeah. And all our products are available on Amazon or uh, they're available at Micro Center or uh, at B&H uh, or from us direct on our website. I mean, but our website is a real good resource for anybody doing research because we try to, if you look at our website, and it's the same on Amazon, we try to list our product. Like when you look at a hub, for instance, We'll say data speeds. We'll say power for you know from the ports. We'll say the complete power that the hub has. We'll try to explain. We're constantly updating it based on the tech questions we get in as to what questions are people asking and how can we put that and answer it, you know, on our website, and make it easy for people to understand. 
Yeah. And that's no small thing. And if folks, if you don't understand why it's not a small thing, go back and re-listen to this interview. Um, Because there's, unfortunately, we like to think it's easy, but it's not completely. I mean, listen, if you're not doing anything demanding, maybe it isn't that big a deal to you. But if you're looking to get the best performance out of everything, and like Wes said, aren't we all? um, You really need to pay attention to this stuff. Yeah. So... Les, thank you. This has been a this has been a great conversation. We had a little trouble getting connected, but I'm glad we did. Yeah, Chuck, thank you. Uh, it, was really, it was a pleasure. If we can help you anyway, let us know. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Okay, folks. If you're curious about your chargers, your cables, or anything, and and what you could be using, um, check out um, EasyQuest at. I want to make sure I get it right. EasyQ.com. Yes. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.